0: What's interesting is that, uh, so he does a Hail Mary at the end. First Hail Mary I've ever seen that doesn't end in like people going up for it and batting it down. The receiver could have caught it if he had turned around and looked up faster, but he was about half a second too late and it literally went past his hand because all of the, all of the defenders had fallen
1: all so, the defenders that's like all the defenders have fallen.
0: <laughs> they had they were on their backs and then homie turns around and he's like this and it's coming at him and he lands his hand and it goes right past him he could have caught it and they would have oh no he the, should have tried two hands. tied the game yeah. and we're live
2: with Paranormal Dash Spirits
0: place we come to get our booze on sorry I know I've we talk about
2: the booze the things that go bump in the night and I get to do that with all my booze I'm Mike Black I have the baddie listen like my wife, with me tonight. Uh, <laughs> the to wings are getting left. hung
1: up in the, in the boom. <laughs> uh,
2: across from <clears throat> me is my breast, breast fin... Ah, you said it. Breast fin sidekick, <laughs> John Burkett. Handsome and dashing and daring. And What was it you said the other day? Handsome, lovely and, lovely talented. and talented. Yeah. Lovely and talented John Burkett. And tonight... We're bringing you a tale. If you haven't guessed by now, if you're watching on YouTube, this is going to be about vampires. We've got our vampire capes. Alyssa's got her her bat costume on. See, it looks like a cat on
1: top, like a cat with wings.
0: I know it's a little catty on the top, but but I got I got some cool bat wings.
2: Maybe you can get better ears. <laughs> next I wouldn't
1: time. go around saying I had bat wings. <laughs> <laughs> on my shirt
0: <laughs> yeah on my uh, in my attire yeah you should not
2: a, you should put that like on your costume you should put it on there I have and, like, bat wings yeah <laughs> check out my bat wings <laughs> uh, oh,
0: not.
1: oh my god it's actually a guy thing you know what a bat wing is right uh,
2: yeah okay okay <laughs> alright <So> Looking- anyway <laughs> So this is a show about spirits and paranormal stuff but one of the spirits that we always talk about is the the b w o z e and tonight we have a special treat because tonight we are not drinking well actually we are john and I are drinking a a pure l- liquor but um, we have a special drink tonight we have the vampiro vamparita
0: Yes, in some places, but if you just look up the recipe, it's a vampiro.
2: Vampiro. Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. Cocktail, I've always heard of which is vampita. a Spanish.
0: It is vampire. a Spanish. It's Mexican vampires. Okay. Vampiros mexicanos. It is made with.
2: Go right ahead.
0: Valluda de Sanchez, huh? which is a brand of sangrita, not sangria, the wine, sangrita, which is orange emulsion sugar hot sauce what
1: well, kind of a cholula or a just Palatina? a hot sauce
0: we use the brand voglia de sanchez which tends to be a thicker um a lot of the other ones you can kind of see through this one you can't i've already mixed them up obviously so it's we've kind of simplified the recipe we found it from a local restaurant it's three parts sangrita two parts tequila and one part lime juice they typically are topped with a citrus soda, which I choose to do. I know that you guys don't. And then it is rimmed with tahini.
2: Rimmed. <laughs> oh, my God. John, you're such a his rim job. You're such a dude sometimes. <laughs> 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 that's why I laugh. <laughs> but this is,
0: this is one of our favorite mixed drinks because it's one of those that's not too sweet. It's got a little bit of a hint of a spice to it. Spicy spice. Not like spice, like nutmeg. And... Um, you right. can drink it like all day, and you don't get wasted. It's not like a margarita. I can't sit around and drink margaritas all day. I
1: but I can drink these. If you drink these all day, you get wasted. We have actually.
0: For well, I mean, what hasn't been all day if you like my? Slam it, it! I'm
2: sure you would, but if you're just sitting around, chit you know on the back patio and and eating hot dogs and hamburgers, and you can drink these all day because they or just tacos. Yeah, yes, tacos. They don't have as much sugar,
0: mm-hmm. so. um But I think it's kind of okay. So
2: now. Are we going to use our Romanian?
0: Sure. Do you remember what it was? Uh-huh. Okay. I
2: don't... Okay. do you remember? No. <laughs> okay. For... So we always say like cilantro, cilantro oh. if it's tequila or cilantro for anything else. And so tonight this is norok.
0: Norok. norok. Which norok.
2: is cheers in Romanian. Listen, uh, my, my
0: bat wings, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, so, they restrict my movement. Norok.
2: Norok.
1: <laughs> and cilantro uh, okay. as well.
0: Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And just for those listening, because we do sample and try lots of tequilas, our go to mixing tequila is 1800 reposado tequila. It's, That's
1: not as sweet as the last time I had one.
0: Mm, no, sweet. they're they're not that sweet. I
1: like it. They're, it's spicy. It's tangy. There's a little, it's a little jalapeno in there, I think, in that, whatever that. Yeah, is. it's
0: something, like I said, it's nice to call it hot sauce emulsion, but a little bit orangey to it. I don't know. Here's a little water down, but well, orange think, juice and chili yeah, it's peppers. It's overwhelming it
2: sweet that you get from a margarita. And that's what I like about it and because that, that sweet, I can't do that all day. And
0: you can make your own sangrita. There's some recipes that makes like ancho chili and stuff. I think I referenced one in one of our podcasts before, mm-hmm. um, like Mahinta or something had one, but um, this one's like easily made And the bottle of sangrita is like six bucks at most um, liquor stores. Um, and you can get a good couple of batches out of it. So Yeah,
2: it, I will say that if you're going to buy it, find it at a liquor store. Because if you go try to buy it online, uh, this particular brand, Viuda de Sanchez. Because we've tried some of the other brands and they're just not as good. But the Viuda de Sanchez, if you buy it online on Amazon, it's like $25 a bottle.
1: You should resell your bottles on I, eBay or something. Well,
2: Come you home. know, I buy it a case at a time. So, Well, I've seen it. That
1: exact same brand at a Mexican grocery store in Little Rock. Okay.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think
0: about going there. It yeah. makes sense.
1: You might try, uh, you know. It's a
2: long way to go for just some mixer for me. I don't know. Some well, of are in town. It's, if, but if you're <laughs> in town, kidding. you go up to a... Uh,
0: Super- we have plenty of Mexican groceries. <laughs> we can <laughs> right. probably go look Go to
1: Super Mutual Michoacan. It's, it's mm-hmm. heavy. You know. Yeah. Well, so there's no alcohol in that. I feel
0: actually. like I've looked when we couldn't find it there for a bit.
2: Yeah. We did. We looked all over for it because it was there. uh, There was a shortage there for a while for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
2: Okay. So that's our drink. And so tonight, like I said, we're talking about vampires. And we're taking you back in history. We're taking you around the world. Uh, We've got a special story from John uh, about an Irish uh, vampire. Uh, we're going to talk about books and movies of vampires and video games and RPG games and talk about some of the the medical reasons why people think they're vampires, uh, some of the psychopathy that goes into it, maybe even talk about some of the news articles that we've seen about vampires. So to start it all off, John, take it away with the history of vampires.
1: Okay, well... We'll talk about the history of vampires in the Western context of what we think, like this. Right. Right? Yeah. Um, Dracula. Because the belief in some kind of form of vampirism has existed for millennia all around the world Mesopotamia, the Hebrews, ancient Greeks, in ancient India, in the Romans. They all had tales of some sort of demon or spirit considered precursors to modern vampires. But, uh, The history or folklore of the entity that we think of as in the Western world comes pretty much exclusively
2: from, uh, (laughs) you know, you You have a turn coming up. You're gonna get to talk about my
0: wings,
2: (laughs) you're gonna get to talk about my
0: booze.
1: (laughs) That wing is caught up in, I'm
0: telling you, man. It's a great purchase, though.
2: So, anyway, our this... Mm -hmm. These vampires.
1: Comes pretty exclusively from... uh...
0: I'm listening. (laughs) 100% listening. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry.
2: (laughs) I'm done. We're we're throwing John off. We gotta stop.
0: Sorry. I'm sorry.
2: Okay. This
1: is pretty much exclusively from... uh, the early 18th century in southeastern Europe, primarily the Balkans, the Balkan region, you know, Romania, Bulgaria, Croatia, Serbia, what, those countries in modern time, right? Um, In most cases, in those traditions, vampires are revenants, you understand what a revenant is, someone who's come back from the dead, right? Of of evil beings or uh, people who unalive themselves, uh, or witches that can also be created by uh, people being pos- a malevolent spirit possessing a corpse or yeah. by being bitten by one uh, uh, the first known reference to this form of vampire in written form that I can find comes from, is in old Russian from AD 1047 Oh wow! And uh, right, just not long after Orthodox Christianity had moved into the, into Southeast into Eastern Europe, and the term for vampire they use is Upir, U P I R, which has uncertain origins, uh, but it's possible literal meaning is the thing at the feast or the thing at the sacrifice, is it referring to uh, an, in, in a malevolent entity that can appear at uh, ceremonies for the dead. But it is a euphemism because they don't want to say the real name of it. Uh, so we'll probably never know what the real name was supposed to be. Hmm. This is just like saying the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you
2: know? like you're not supposed to say Sozo. right? Or mention Skinwalkers.
1: Exactly. Call uh, well, flesh pe- flesh pedestrians, right? <laughs> so that <laughs>
0: flesh pedestrians.
1: Pedestrian. Okay, that's essentially what as far as scholars could tell that's what that is is a euphemism okay so we'll never know what the what the real origins and all of what and what what it is but uh so it formed a similar function as other demonic entities in folklore around the world uh they would claim it was responsible for sickness or crop failures you know the same as they would take demons whatever right mm. primitives knuckle-dragging primitives. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as scholars have put forth very theories about various diseases and their connections to belief in vampirism, that uh, it's likely that no one single disease was the cause, but there are two in particular that stand out. One is rabies. Oh, yeah. It's one of the oldest recognized diseases on the planet. Uh, it's transmissible, you know, through bites. Mm-hmm. And uh, the contractions cause people to be able to swallow, and they cause that foaming at the mouth. And one of the main symptoms is, uh, is hydrophobia, you know, fear of water. And in many of the old folklore, uh, vampires could not cross running water wow. without being helped or carried across so mm-hmm. they didn't touch them.
2: It's interesting because that's uh, it's referenced too in a lot of the 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 historical stuff about werewolves. Uh, same thing if someone had rabies, you know, the, a lot of times mm-hmm. they would think that they had that they were turning into werewolves because they would they would lash out at people, they try to bite them and, you know, things like that.
0: There's a lot of ties with vampires and werewolves in
2: folklore.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, you know, rabies mm-hmm. can cause fear of light.
0: Mhm.
2: And uh, light sensitivity,
0: altered
1: sleep patterns, aggression, all yeah. things that are also
2: associated with being a vampire, exactly.
1: Now, the second disease, something I'd never heard of before two days ago, it's called pellagra, mm-hmm. and it is a dietary deficiency of niacin.
0: Yes, caused, I've heard that,
1: and it's a uh, one of the primary causes of that is high consumption of corn. Mm. There is no evidence of pellagra in in the Balkans prior to the early 18th century, which is right about the time that corn made its way from the New World into Europe and became a primary dietary staple for peasants and stuff in Hmm. in the Balkan areas. And uh, pellagra can cause the 4Ds. Dermatitis. Dysentery. Diarrhea. (laughs) (laughs) Dementia. And death. Some sufferers also experience high sensitivity to sunlight. Okay. Which causes... Photophobia. Photophobia, exactly. Uh, So these two, both pellagra and rabies, were at epidemic levels during a certain period in history. uh, The so-called Great Vampire Epidemic. Was from about seventeen twenty five to seventeen fifty five. When this is when vampire myths went viral, as you would say, (laughs) across the European (laughs) continent.
2: I see what you mean. I didn't even know they had Instagram back then.
1: They they didn't. They just they just had MySpace.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) (laughs) oh, that's funny. uh,
1: This was this is where you had all these instances of vampire burials. Right people being st- corpses dug up staked in the ground i've I've seen pictures of them with uh, sickle blades placed across right here across the neck of the of the corpse. Mm-hmm. so if they tried to come up, they'd get their head cut off.
2: I've seen uh excavations where they've uh, they've had like stones, stones stuck in their mouth in their ma- exactly like nail had nails driven in them, their bones were broken
1: most of this comes from that period of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, now, one of the earliest known things that I could find was uh, from C- Croatia, actually, which is in the Balkans. is actually in the mid-17th century. It was a little bit before this. And it's the story of uh, Jure Grando, who lived in a village called Kringo, which is a village on the interior of the Istrian Peninsula, which is now modern-day Croatia. He died in 1656 due to illness, but according to legend, returned from the grave at night as a vampire, or strigan, as they would say in their language, or striga, you've probably heard that, which actually mm-hmm. means sorcerer more than vampire, but, and uh, terrorized his home village until his decapitation in 1672. Yeah. <laughs> so 16 years yeah. after his death, he would rise from the grave by night, terrorize the village, and uh, the, the village priest named... Jill,
0: of course it was our who, money
1: who had buried him you know said that he <laughs> said he discovered that at night somebody would knock on the doors around the village and who whichever door he knocked on someone in that house would die within a few days now to me that sounds like some other sort of disease that's being Plague. For, uh, yeah <laughs> so it's a little late <laughs> for plague this is after this is a couple hundred years after the black Death but still it's something like that. So, uh, and it said that uh, when uh, that jury also appeared to his terrified widow Ivana in her bedroom, who described the corpse as looking as though he was smiling and gasping for breath. And then he would uh, struggle snuggle her. If you know what I'm saying. Mm. Those were real words you can't say on YouTube. Yeah. uh, So, Father. Struggle snuggle.
0: Sorry, that's
1: not funny, but it's funny. So Father Giorgio came face to face with a time, held on a cross in front of him and yelled, Behold Jesus Christ, you vampire, stop tormenting us, you know. And so it said that one of the bravest of the villagers, the prefect, the prefect Miho Radechik, mm-hmm. if I'm saying that right, <laughs> chased and tried to kill the vampire by piercing his heart with a hawthorn stick. Now hawthorn is a is a spiny tree, it's got mm-hmm. thorns on it and stuff. And it comes up again, by the way, in another story. The Hawthorne for some reason is tied to this stuff. Comes in mine too. Does it? Yeah. Was well, with Hawthorns, right? Yeah. Anyway, um but it the stick bounced off his chest. Of course it did. Yeah, I guess he had some early Kevlar. Um
0: it's vampire then respects. one night
1: later, why the hell they did it at night instead of in the broad daylight, which would make more sense. Uh nine people went to the graveyard uh, they dug up Jury's coffin and found a perfectly preserved corpse with a smile on his face, which we all know that's because their lips the lips recede after death. Yeah, death, death but, grimace. Yeah, and uh, Father Giorgio said, "Look, Strigod, there is Jesus Christ who saved us from hell and died for us. And you, Strigod, you cannot have peace." He tried to pierce the heart again. Nay, 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 nay. Wouldn't go through. Really? So then they said some exorcism prayers. And uh, one of the villagers, Stepan Milashik, I'm going to butcher some pronunciations. So Bless you. <laughs> some Balkan names. With <laughs> uh, took a saw, sawed the head off the corpse, and as soon as the uh, saw tore his skin, the vampire screamed, and blood started to flow from the cut. And that returned peace to the village. I- hmm. Who knows how to pull? Bo- you know.
0: Interesting.
1: So, now there's two infamous vampire cases, which are the first to actually be recorded by government officials. And this puts us at 1,725
0: right.
1: in Serbia. One of them was uh, Peter Blago...
0: Oh, fucking hell. Cottontail.
1: Blagojevic. Blagojevic. Yeah. Blagojevic.
2: Blagov- 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 Blagovi- Blagov- Blagov- Blagojevich. Sure. Blagojevich. That's it.
1: Blagojevich, supposedly, you know, he he, he, he died in 1725 at the age of 62, but allegedly returned after his death to his home and asked his son for food. The son refused. He was found dead the next day. The son? The son. Then he returned and attacked some neighbors who uh, said to have died from loss of blood. Hmm. the villagers uh, demanded that the local priest and government officials be present when they disinterred the body. So this is in 1700s, 1725. So, and this part of Serbia at this time was now part of the Austrian empire. It had up until not too long before that been part of the Ottoman empire. Okay. But at this current time, it was part of the Austrian empire. So, uh, (laughs) They dug up the body with the government officials there. body was undecomposed. The hair and beard were grown, which happens. Right. We know that happens. There were new skin and nails, which also happens. And uh, blood could be seen in the mouth, and I think there's probably a medical reason why you would see that, too. But uh, upon seeing this, villagers came enraged and proceeded to stake Pitar's body to the ground. Mm. So these two instances were. There was also Milos. 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 You have to say it like Milos.
0: Milos.
2: I'm sorry. You you are talking about where is this? This is in Serbia. They have an Italian accent there. I just.
1: I was thinking it was more. <laughs> it sounded a little more Greek. Greek. To me the accent did,
2: but. Okay, Greek.
1: So, uh, Milos. I, I'm not even going to mm-hmm. attempt his last name, but. Um, was a soldier who allegedly was, was attacked by a vampire years before, and then he died one day while, well, you know, haying, which I guess that means bailing hay. But uh, uh-huh. anyway, after his death, people began to die in the surrounding areas, uh, believing that Milos had returned to prey on the neighbors. So these two incidents were well documented by Austrian officials. They were present to examine the bodies, they wrote case reports, and published books which ended up going throughout Europe, causing a bit of hysteria of the continent. Oh, wow. Also, there were German and Austrian soldiers who were serving in Serbia at the time who brought some of these stories of vampires back with them. And that's kind of how it spread to Western Europe. That way.
2: So that's when we had the the great vampire epidemic.
1: Right. So this hysteria commonly referred to as the great vampire epidemic continued for about 30 years it, it exacerbated by uh rural types mm-hmm. who were a little bit more suspicious or superstitious right like i'm not superstitious i'm just a little stitious but it, <laughs> it, it, these villagers were uh, superstitious right right <laughs> and uh so you had uh, all these people digging up bodies and staking them all over europe and a uh a priest, a Dominican priest, Augustine Calme. Mm-hmm. It was a theologian and scholar. He published a comprehensive treatise, because that's what you did back then when you, were, you did a treatise, with the riveting title of Treatise on the Apparitions of Spirits and, or Vampires or Revenants, <laughs> which investigated and analyzed the evidence for vampirism. And uh, numerous readers, including the uh, famous French philosopher Voltaire, Mm-hmm. And uh demonologist of the time interpreted the treatise as basically saying that vampires were real. So at some point, uh, this, this all ended when Empress Maria Theresa of Austria sent her uh, personal physician, Gerard von Sweden, Sweden, Sweden or Sweden, I don't know, to investigate the claims. He concluded that vampires did not exist and the Empress passed laws prohibiting... The opening of grave and desecration of bodies,
0: awesome. and other
1: and and which these uh, that was within the Austrian Empire, and then within a few years, other European countries started passing the exact same laws. And uh, by 1755 or so, this all kind of went away, but not before ingraining the vampire uh, into the pop culture of the, the psyche of, of and, everyone you know, in Europe, right? And within you know a hundred and so years, you know, you started with poems
2: mm-hmm
1: byron you know other some novels that eventually led to what 1896 or seven with uh
0: bram stoker
1: with bram stoker's dracula and then night you know and then nosferatu and then yeah and then literally Bill legosi with this and on. even
2: before that you had dumas, <laughs> dumas. there was a book dumas.
1: there was a book called uh Marissa Marissa Curris, something like that. Anyway, there there were other things before Stoker.
2: Yeah, there was. But so
0: eighteen ninety
2: seven. Yes, I was there. I mean, it was we one were. of those years. <laughs> so Alyssa, tell us about all the other places crazy stuff well, has happened with I, some of my stuff kind of, the, f-
0: some some of my stuff touches on what he said too, but so I started with the Balkans, Dan Pierce. The name is derived from tooth and to drink the two of them together. Uh, usually male mythical creature is a result, and it was a result of a human, usually female, and a vampire, usually male union. I like Blade. Wait for it. it day <laughs> Wait for it. Greater strength and resilience, and in some cases, they drink blood. So they were super strength, Um, in the Balkans it was believed that male vampires have a great desire for human women so a vampire will return to have intercourse with his wife or with a woman he was attracted to in life and that's how it created the Dampier yeah in Bulgarian folklore vampires were sometimes said to deflower virgins as well hey the most popular Dampier character Uh. is Blade a vampire slaying (laughs) hero in Marvel comics and movies Hey, Thanks for stealing my thunder.
1: Sorry.
2: I mean, you said...
0: <laughs> you already stole my thunder by introducing the damn pier.
1: Hey, it was, uh, it was Deacon Frost. Watch your right? language. Anyway,
2: uh, yeah. So we... Why can't it just be a pier? It's got to be a damn pier. So then
0: I went to Romanian, which is very common. It's the strigoi. It's,
2: strigoi. That was... Yeah. yeah it was-
0: so they... Um, that's... There's also the moroi. So there's two. Um, but strigoi roman romanian folklore strigi, strigai is to scream and that's where it comes from the earliest mention is in 1579 of a strigoi that somebody wrote about in a story uh, the whole thing was that troubled spirits were said to have risen from the grave they can transform into an animal become invisible and gain vitality from the blood of their victims it was the most commonly seen of all vampire breeds when you hear about them. This is the most common.
1: So it's a variation on that word, strigoi striga, yes. throughout the Balkans.
0: Bram Stoker's Dracula is the modern interpretation of a strigoi. So, um, in 1882, the encyclopedist Dmitri Kantemir, did you say his name? Nope. And the folklorist Theodore Barata in his book something, I'm not even going to try that, I it has way cheese. too many accents and little things. <laughs> Um, it was published in 1882 refers to cases of strigoyism. The strigoy can be a living man born under certain conditions and here is a list of six conditions that could be why it was born. Be the seventh child of the same sex in a family.
2: Seventh son of a seventh son. Son
1: of a son of a sailor.
2: Mm -hmm. Wait.
0: Led a life of sin.
2: Oh, I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) I am so screwed.
0: <laughs> Die without being married.
1: Wait, Di- if you've been married before, though, and now you're divorced, does that count?
0: Well, that does count. You've
1: been married, though. You I haven't,
0: married, yeah, okay. you've never been you're married. Good. I'm good on that. Die case. by execution for perjury.
1: They don't execute people for perjury anymore, so we don't have to worry about that. Okay, you're
2: good on that.
0: Die by one's own hand.
2: Uh, yes, unaliving.
0: Yes. Die from a witch's curse. Mm. But, John, it me. continues, and here's the problem for you. The Strigoi are said to be bald on top of the head. <laughs> Shit.
2: <laughs> you're still in the running, buddy. <laughs>
0: Does not eat garlic and onions.
2: I love garlic and oh, onions. Oh, you're good.
1: Avoids together.
0: incense.
1: Not a giant fan. I hate patchouli. And tor-
0: <laughs> towards the feast of St. Andrew, he sleeps outside. When is that? I don't even know. <laughs> His spine is elongated in the form of a tail covered with hair.
2: No. That sounds like a wolf.
0: Well, yes. To kill them. So then there's like stories about how you can kill them. To kill them, the grave of the supposed Strigoi is searched and the order is read to him by the priests and an oak, yew, or ash branch is struck in his heart. You
2: would. See. They should have had.
0: It is pierced with a nail or a knife to remain bound of the coffin and not being able to go outside to do mischief. Mischief. It said um, the Dracula scrapbook by Peter Haining, published by New English Library Editions in 1976, reported that the meat of a pig killed on the 17th of October, otherwise known as the feast day of St. Ignatius, was a good way to guard against vampires, according to Romanian legend. A common way to identify a vampire was to place a seven-year-old boy dressed in white on a white horse near the graveyard at midday. It was believed that the horse would stop at the grave of the suspected vampire.
1: Well, that's just a lot of horse shit. Well, <laughs>
0: what's funny is it comes back in another culture. So,
1: and, and so that was saying, did y'all eat pork? I missed it. I didn't know about October 17th. I,
0: I don't know if I ate pork I'm, on I'm October sure 17th. It, I'm
1: pretty sure it was chicken. But. I think it was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then there's the Maroi, which is a Romanian folklore, um, similar to a Strigoi, but it's a werewolf. It's the child of a woman impregnated by a Nosferat. Which is also a type of vampire of plague and then the child would be extremely ugly covered with thick hair and very quickly would become a moroi. Oh. Modern culture uh, as it has it as being living offspring of two strigoi. so I don't know <laughs> that there was uh, I don't it was just there's a lot I don't understand the whole it of is that, a but,
1: lot it is a lot of lore
0: yes so it's then
2: all over the world
0: it really is. Um, okay. Let's go to the Caribbean.
1: Iremon. So,
0: Coyant. Among other names is a kind of shape-shifting, blood-sucking hag. Nice. Present in Caribbean folklore. Reclusive old woman by day and strips off her wrinkled skin at night and places it in a mortar and flies across the dark sky in the form of a fireball in search of a victim. What the fuck? enters homes through any small hole such as a crack or a keyhole. It sucks from the arms, legs, necks, and other soft regions at night, leaving blue and black bruising on the body seen in the morning.
1: They've been smoking some of that Jamaican red hair. They sure (laughs) have. To
0: expose them, you place a heap of rice around your house and village, and the creature is obligated to pick it up grain by grain. And and count the grains. Yes, and it comes up later too. Grain by grain and be caught in the act of gathering, and that's how you find out. You place salt in the mortar that holds the skin, and then she will be unable to put it back on and therefore dies.
1: Would you say mortar? Like a box. Like, okay, okay mortar not, and not mortar, and, yes. mortar and pestle? Like yeah, a, well, yeah.
0: yes, but it was made out of that and it's like a box. Huh. So it's kind of. And so the skin is valuable and used in black magic rituals. Kid. So you. we. In order to make sure she dies, you I guess wherever she stays, you find her skin, you put salt in the mortar where her skin is, it dries it up, she's unable oh, to put man. it back on, and then she dies.
1: Like jerky.
0: Gross. Yeah, you use it in black magic. <laughs> A sequoyant was seen in season three, episode six of the Sleepy Hollow.
1: I've never watched that. Show. I knew. If the Winchester boys didn't go after one, <laughs> I do know.
0: Scotland, Babin C., female fairy of scottish highland folklore that is said to seduce victims with her beauty before killing them numerous stories with the theme of hunters being attacked at night in the wilderness the men typically request female companionship and then women appear and dance and drink with them and then one hunter will notice blood dripping from his buddies he flees the cabin shed tent whatever they're in only to find his friends drained of blood when he returns it is said that this one person is saved among the horses due to the iron on the reins, as fairies have a vulnerability to iron. Ah,
1: so this is a type of fairy. You know, type any, of gay, a fairy. Like, fairies that, are not like Tinkerbell. They're uh, yes. mostly unpleasant things.
0: Yes. Scottish belief that if you request companionship without God's protection, your wish will be granted in a terrible manner.
1: It mm. sounds like a, a succubus.
0: It's very much like a succubus. Wow scarlett johansson's character in under the skin is thought to be loosely based on this i
1: have heard that's a great film i've never seen it but I know.
0: then we move on to what you talked about slavic russian Stroy Strizigas. yeah also like the um yes um okay <laughs> so, um, I'm not going to
2: argue any pronunciation tonight. I'm sorry. It's mean, some hard words to
1: say. <laughs> I don't know how those people get the words out. Of there are mouth.
2: times when you guys, you know, y'all bomb me because I'm like I say something wrong or the wrong pronunciation, and I get it. But I am not. I am not talking about anybody's pronunciation. That I'm just looking at some of these because you, you guys, of course, didn't know. I mean,
1: you think about some of this, like Slobodan Milosevic, <laughs> Nikola Ceausescu. <laughs> what?
0: So a Strasigas <laughs> is a female demon in Slavic mythology, people born with two hearts and two souls and two sets of teeth. Also, people with no armpit hair, sleepwalkers, and newborns born with teeth were said to be Strazigas. It was said to die at a young age, and one of their two souls would come back to its body and prey upon the living. It's believed to fly at night in the form of an owl and attack night travelers and those who had wandered into the woods at night, and they would suck their blood and eat their insides. Mm. You could prevent resurrection of the Strazigas by cutting off their heads and burying away from the body. You also can bury the body face down with a sickle around the head.
1: I've seen a... A grave. Matter of fact, I have a picture of a by phone of an archaeological dig with a sickle. From, from sickle. the time period from mm-hmm. the Balkans of a it's not face down, but it's face up but there is a sickle blade placed right here.
0: Yeah. Wow. The other methods that you could use, you could burn the body. Hammer, nails, stakes, etc. into various parts of the Straziga's body. Putting a flint in its mouth after exhumation. Peeling the church bells. The Straziga then turns into Tar.
1: Wait, what? Peeling,
0: ringing the church bells. Oh, oh. Slapping it across the face, face with one's left hand. Bitch. Yes.
2: Just don't do it with yeah. the
1: right. Don't do it with the right, apparently. Pimp slap it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> burying it again outside of the I village can't. and pinning it down with a big rock. Yeah. Scattering poppy seeds in the shape of a cross in every corner of the house. Exhumation in the presence of a priest and burying the body again after additional rituals, such as putting pieces of paper with the word Jesus written on it under the straziga's tongue. Also putting small objects in the Strazegas' grave to make it count them. Rice. Yep. What is Poppy it with seeds. the
2: counting thing? That's so strange.
0: Apparently they have to count. Isn't that the
2: thing with the leprechaun? You throw the, no, you throw they, the belt they, down, they have to stop and count? They, they do have
1: a great gag. I think it's in season five in the newest season of uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Laszlo, his, has got rice thrown off the ground. And he's there. He's like, what are you doing? Is it? I'm trying to disprove this nonsense myth that vampires have to count every grain of rice that he just gets stuck and <laughs> he can't stop counting.
0: <laughs> then you have the umpir, which you've already said it says to it's said to have it's Ro- Russian Slavic folklore said to be the prototype of a vampire, a person cursed before death dies suddenly or his corpses have been desecrated. Also, become an umpir if an animal jumped over a dead person. You could well, I mean
1: squirrels in the graveyard I, mean, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess before you're buried someone that unalives themselves, which is unchristened children and those killed by another umpire, um, umpire. women that died during childbirth or shortly after were seen as vulnerable to turning to turning uh, to turning into right. one because they would come back and feed the child at night those that were physically different were Wait, also did you say
1: feed the child or feed the child feed. feed. No.
0: And not feed on the child, but feed the child. I get it, yeah. Those that were also physically different were said to be vulnerable, such as redheads, people with unibrows, double sets of teeth.
1: I'm going to have to go agree on the unibrow thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This double set of teeth, again, a limp, no armpit or pubic hair, a big head, or walking by moonlight. Also, if you've been buried in an old shirt... Or if your family has burned a picture of you posthumously, it can lead to a transformation. In an old shirt. Yep, old shirt. Don't get buried. You better buy a new shirt. You always have your...
1: And walking after moonlight, I mean, back then, that was your only option if you had to go somewhere for dark.
0: I know. Well, I guess you shouldn't. But you think want...
2: about it. People didn't go anywhere after dark a lot of times back then. Because they were afraid of all this nonsense. Right. Exactly. You didn't want to get up there and <laughs> get by an here or whatever. The superstitious primitives?
0: <laughs> it was also so that innocent children could ride a horse and pick out the grade of an umpire, very much like the Strigoi. They can be seen in the mirror in the evening, so people in, cer- in a certain region would not look into mirrors after dusk.
2: I wonder but if that's been- where the whole Dracula can't see his reflection. They
1: say, yeah, they say a vampire can't see its reflection.
0: But other people can see them in the mirror. Other people can see them. Oh. Hmm. It's often described as having two hearts and two souls, just like the Strazigas. They arrive at night carrying their head, or if heads were at- attached, they had glowing wolf-like eyes. Drank human blood and superhuman strength would tear bodies to shreds. They could kill with their breath or shriek.
2: I, mean, I know some people. I know. <laughs> I've known a few like that.
0: <laughs> they harassed people at night and made them suffocate or sleepwalk. If you were harassed by one, you could impede its return to its grave, and it would disappear or turn into black tar at sunup.
1: Yeah, like...
0: Like he does. Except they just... Um, you can also drink its blood and eat soil off of its grave to protect too. yourself.
1: Wait, mm. then other ones, if you drink the blood, that's how you get turned. That's how that's you how become they turn right, one Apparently, you this is exactly. how you
0: avoid <laughs> one. Um, you should not take the dead out the main door of the home, or they can become umpires. What if you, you need, only got one door? You have to literally make a hole. Like, the people have made holes. If thought to be... an pier or the grave of one you perform a vampire burial. You cut the head off, place between the legs of the corpse you can burn the corpse, you can nail the corpse to the coffin, or you can place it face down. Did
1: you just say cut the head off straight, place it between the legs? So mm-hmm. this is also a, 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 a Norse thing a, a <clears throat> uh, with the droid a droid? Drag, I can't remember how you say it but mm-hmm. which is a, essentially a reanimated corpse mm-hmm. uh, and that's how you Kill it is you cut its head off and then you stick its head right up right up there. Oh wow! Its nice. ass right and that's it's <laughs> a great depiction. Of this in the the film uh, the Northman and uh, he uh, yeah hmm. and it it's like a dead on historical like, record that's an actual was an actual belief. Oh wow! Uh, but it, it's interesting that that's a different completely different culture we're talking about. Yeah, it's but insane. they do the same
0: thing. Same thing. You can also yeah. bury it with garlic bricks or iron chunks placed in the mouth at burial rose hawthorn or blackthorn branches placed in the coffin coffins can be sprinkled with poppy seeds so they have to pick up each seed once again the counting you can also place nets or knots or something to untangle in the coffin to occupy them
1: oh. put those damn fidget spinners in there <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you have german nux rare her German folklore folklore. This means after living off, likely referring to living after death or living off humans after death. Commonly created after, off a, uh, after undeading, un- unaliving itself. Sorry, themselves, yeah. and sometimes accidental death. Transformation happens after death. It's not communicable and cannot happen by being bitten or scratched. You can, it can be related to sickness and disease on a large scale, i.e. a large group of people die of the plague, the first person that died becomes the noxer, patient zero patient zero causing the death. If name not removed from burial clothing, you can return as one. What? Apparently, if you had your name on your burial clothing, you could return as one of these.
1: These are so strange. Just some dumb, dumb beliefs. But <laughs> here
0: comes to where your devours its family members upon waking and has been said to devour their own bodies to include the clothing. And the more of themselves they ate, the more their family was physically drained. Slim, similar to the Slavic vampire that visits family. Official killing myth is to place a coin in the mouth and chop off its head. Identifying it is easy as they are loud when they're eating their funeral clothing and or they lie in their grave with their thumb in the opposite hand and the left eye open. Wait, what? Yes. (laughs) That's how you identify them. (laughs) Or you can hear them while they're eating their funeral clothing. Mm. Then you have the Albanian striga.
1: Striga, there's that, they, they all have the same root. Like they I do. Mm-hmm. Albanian
0: mythology a vampiric <clears throat> witch that sucks blood of infants while sleeping at night, then turns into a flying insect, moth, bee, or fly. Only the witch herself can cure those she has drained by spitting in their mouths. And if they are uncured, they'll fall ill and die.
1: Yeah, they're not to steal your thunder.
0: Hat- <laughs>
1: but there is a Filipino uh, myth of a very similar hag that will come in. Exact same story, basically. Really? Yeah. That it would come and do it? Well, this is Albania. They do the same that thing. a long way from the Philippines.
0: This person has a hateful stare, disfigured face, and wears a cape. Have the evil eye, so avoid direct eye contact. Bah, bah, <laughs> bah. <laughs> they live hidden in forests and have supernatural <laughs> powers. Becoming one, you become one by being childless or envious of others. Mm, oh. To ward it off, you pinch off salt. You pin- take a pinch of salt. And put it over your closed eyes, mouth, heart, opposite side of your heart, pit of stomach, then throw salt in direct flames, similar to the Catholic crossing of oneself. Some regions of Albania have used garlic to send away the evil eye or placed a puppet in a house being built to catch evil during the build. Newborns, children, and beautiful girls are said to be more susceptible, so people will say mashahala and touch the child's nose to ward off the evil eye. This actually is also in Mexican culture because when I was, I lived in very South Texas when I was a small child, and they have a thing about curly-haired people. They think that they're special. I'm not special. I just have curly hair. But they would take their hands and go like this and say they were warding off the evil eye. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
2: if you think a child is beautiful, you're supposed to... To touch the child's face like that.
0: And, of course, now we're like, don't touch the child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here's the don't hand sanitizer before
2: you touch the baby. <laughs> right.
0: Um, so Striga, uh, the Albanian version, was featured in a supernatural episode called Something Wicked, yep. where it attacked children and left them in comas, then pretended to be a doctor so it could return to feed on them. It was mm. killed by sh- being shot in the head with a concentrated iron bullet. All the children attacked returned to normal
1: yeah well the winchester boys they'll take care of it
0: (laughs) my last one is in the south pacific it's a talamar it's the vampire legend in the banks islands in south pacific you controlled the ghost of a dead person and could use it to drain life from the living or recently deceased the power of a talamar could be gained by eating part of a corpse and gaining kinship with the departed soul could be identified by burning of certain leaves where the smoke would cause the Talamar to shout the name of the deceased person whose ghost it controlled and whom it was afflicting.
2: Wow. Hmm. Very interesting. So, yeah, I mean, this is... So, that
0: was a loose one because it's not necessarily about drinking blood, but it did drain the life of the victims. So, like a succubus, I guess.
2: This is all over the world, though, and that's what I think is so interesting about it is because it's it's not something that's just...
1: Well, some of these are so similar, especially the European Mm -hmm. ones. Yeah. that from far flung like right. i'm gonna tell you about this is Ireland. this is a celtic thing that mm-hmm. goes back a, a, probably around 480 like so these things i think there's probably some uh,
0: i'm hitting the table he told me to stop
1: oh that there is probably, the table there is probably some deep, deep legend. That, no, it's long forgotten to history. It goes back to deep Indo-European roots, like in the Levant, like in, what is not Turkish, Probably 12,000 years ago when they first started planting, leave planting, make crops and stuff. You know, it mm-hmm. probably goes way back. It might even go back to the cave.
2: So, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's like all over the world, though, and some of it's so similar. You know, it's like, so you've got this, the Slavic and you've got the, the Irish and you've got the Scottish the and Scottish. And then you've Caribbean. got the Filipinos and you got the ones in the Caribbean. And it's like, man, it's just, it's everybody has their version. And a lot of times the versions cross, you know,
1: especially the European the, or the, with the ones with Indo-European roots. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you know, absolutely.
0: Ancient astronaut theorists would say, yeah, <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> Aliens. aliens. Okay, I'm not saying it was aliens, but we know it was aliens. Okay, so John, John's got a special story about an Irish vampire. <coughs> Excuse me. Good grief.
1: <clears throat> hey, I muted it before. Anyway,
2: <laughs> go ahead.
1: So this is the tale of Abertuck. So Abertuck is an ancient Irish. Fitch. and Fitch.
0: That's Abercrombie. That's oh.
1: Abercrombie. That was you. You oh. misspelled it the other day when you messaged me. That's why I said, <laughs> what about bitch? Um, Abertag is an ancient Irish legend. It is probably in oral history dates back to uh, sometime between 300 and 580. So we'll, we'll throw it at 480. So we're talking 1600 years ago. Um now it may have been partial inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula,
0: like the Strigoi,
1: like like the Strigoi, like uh, uh, you know, like a- the actual like Vlad the Impaler. Type. Mm-hmm. It's the coolest nickname ever. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so the legend was first put to paper. By uh, Patrick Weston Joyce in his 1870 book *The Origins and History of Irish Names and Places*, and like many legends, there's one. There's many versions, right? So I'm just going to give you a couple. I mean, the the two basic versions. Now, according to Joyce, Abertac was a chieftain. By the way, Abertac in Irish means dwarf. Mm. so either he was or wasn't who knows right and sometimes he's referred to as the Aberdock.
0: okay
1: but this was in the area of aragal at uh, the town of mhm <laughs> uh-huh. yep havarti yep slachtaverti <laughs> in what is now county londonderry in northern ireland Now, uh, he's said to have been a black magician and a terrible tyrant who visited all sorts of cruelties upon his subjects. uh,
2: That means he did bad things to him.
1: He did bad things to him. He was a bad guy. He practiced witchcraft and all this stuff. And uh, he was killed by a rival chieftain. Now, some versions of the story say it's the legendary Irish hero, Finn Magool. Uh, But there's other versions, right? Mm-hmm. So whoever, the rival chieftain, uh, killed him. And then uh, Abertak was buried in a standing position in a dolman, which is a passage grave. You see them all over Ireland, right? These stone passage graves. So he was buried standing up. But the next day, he's back. And he's pissed. He's resurrected. <laughs> he's huh? not happy. And uh, as Joyce said, he appeared in his old haunts. Mm. And it was crueler than ever.
0: He was buried in an old shirt, wasn't he?
1: He might have been buried in an old shirt. But he was.
0: There's where, yeah. there's where it came from. And it has his his name on the burial. Yeah.
2: Says
1: Steve. This is Aber- Hi, my name is Abertock. Steve Abertock. <laughs> oh, so, so the chieftain, Finn McCool, whoever, he comes back. He hears that he's back, that he's still alive. So, he comes back and he kills him again. Again, buries him standing up at Dolben. Because this is a highborn, so he would give the privilege of that, no matter how bad he was, right? And he uh, comes back again.
0: They need to cut his head off. Apparently.
1: He comes back again. So, this time. Our chieftain. Let's just say Finn Magul, this version. He consults a druid. And the druid tells him how to make sure that evertech stays in his grave. But it's very vague about this, except that it says to bury him upside down and cover his grave with a large stone.
0: Okay. We've seen that. To subdue
1: his magical sure. powers. Yeah. So okay. it, head down, feet up. Hey, face down, ass up, yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> <laughs> now, in the alternate version, the uh, Abertag is slain by the chieftain Cahan or katha who is was O who be the founder of the O clan. No, Gibson. No, um, oh, okay. The Irish, Irish clans, not right. Okay. And uh, modern, modern day anglicized Irish, it's the Keen family, mm-hmm. so. Um, when Abertay rises from the grave this time, he's demanding blood mm. from his subjects, not to bite him on the neck but to but what do you call that? Would they bleed themselves? Mm. Right, like bloodletting. Bloodletting, and, and to del- give him the blood so that he can eat it. Right. Mm. So, um, <clears throat> and in the other version, this alternate version often consults an early Christian saint rather than Patrick? Rather the than pagan a
2: druid. druid.
1: Well, this would have been after St. So So, that's the thing, is the whole standing burial was because St. Patrick was buried standing. So, St. Patrick died in 432, 434, somewhere around there. So, that's why we just, we'll throw 400 at this, right? Okay. So, <clears throat> but it depends on who's telling it. So, this is how legends change over time. It would have been a druid, and then after Christianization, it would have been a saint, right?
0: Got gotcha. you.
2: So, like, my story is the way I tell them, like, she was a five. But <laughs> when I tell it, she's a ten. Right. Like at least a nine, right?
1: Right. Okay. Well, that's how it's the same stuff with Christmas, which used to be yeah. Yule yeah. or Saturnalia. <laughs> now it's Christmas. So yeah, right. So um, <clears throat> the saint tells him that Abertak has become Nev Merv. Nev Merv, hopefully I'm saying it. I'm probably butchering this, but in Irish it means "Walking Dead," and to slay him for good, he must make a sword out of the wood of a yew tree.
0: Hey, there was yew of a minute ago. Mm-hmm.
1: Dab it through his heart, bury him upside down, surrounded
2: by thorns and under rocks. Just That's cut his head of off
0: and be done. <laughs>
2: No, he tried that, though. It didn't work. Like number well, two, We don't know if he got his head two. off
1: or not. It's kind of vague on that. No, gotcha. okay. He said he right. killed him. <clears throat> I'm sure if you were to go to Slock de Verde, they would have a very colorful long version that they could tell you over several pints at the
0: local, local pub. pub. right? Local <laughs> pub. <laughs> um,
1: and because you would go there because the grave is there.
2: Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. It I is remember. there.
1: It, it, it is now known as Slocke de Verde Dolman. And the locals call it the giant's grave, which is ironic considering because what I was mean, Right. And it comprises a large rock and two smaller stones under a hawthorn.
0: Of course. Did he die that time when they did it that time?
1: Yeah, that time he did it. Right. So, uh, it's located in the town of Slockdivere, just north of Megara, in County Londonderry, Northern Ireland. It is there today. I mean, you could, you could look it up. You could see pictures of it. Huh. Um, and, uh, Uh, Allegedly, in 1997, attempts were made to clear the land by workmen. Which is how these horror movies start.
2: Right. They accidentally knocked over the... Okay.
1: But they said that when they tried to cut down the Hawthorne, the chainsaw kept malfunctioning. They couldn't get it to work. And then when they tried to move the stone, a chain snapped, cut one of the laborers, and he bled, and his blood (laughs) sucked into the ground. (laughs) And so... No further attempts have been made to clear the land and remove the stone or the author. They just left it there. Plus, it's a tourist attraction. Oh yeah, sure. people want to go there and see this, right? Because is actually a fairly right. famous thing. And then there's this whole connection with the uh, with Stoker. So, although we know that Vlad the Impaler uh is undoubtedly partial inspiration for uh, for Stoker's Dracula, right? Uh, An alternative inspiration was put forward by Bob Curran, who is a lecturer in Celtic History and Folklore at the University of Ulster. Hmm. In the summer 2000 edition of History Ireland, where he suggested that Stoker may have derived his inspiration from the legend of Abertoch. And there are certainly similarities between Count Dracula and Abertoch. Both Abertoch and Dracula of High Birth... And are dead and can reanimate and emerge from a grave and/or slash coffin. Okay. Uh, both characters terrify the town and country they reside in. Both characters can only finally be killed to remain dead after being either impaled with a wooden stake or killed with a sword of wood. Mm-hmm. And both were said to consume human blood. And there was a chance uh, Stoker was a, a sickly child. And an avid reader consumed many, many, you know, when he was young, he spent many years convalescing and reading. And uh, so there's a very good chance that in addition to reading stuff about Valachia and and Vlad, which they never actually calls him that, but uh, Mm -hmm. uh, he also consumed, probably, you know, had heard the Abertak legend.
2: It's interesting that you're talking about how, um, how Dracula, you know, terrorized the country that he lived in. Because one of the stories that I heard about Aberdeen, not only was it just the village, but like the third time that he... The the, the entire country. Yeah, the entire countryside he terrorized then, you know. It wasn't just that village. Right. So, yeah, just like Dracula, you know, did that.
1: There's a great... There's only... There is only one uh, film about this... And it's a great one. It's a 2021 Irish film called "The Boys from County Hell."
0: Yeah, I see this.
1: One. In which uh, Aberdach is the bad guy. Now it's a cairn, not a dolman. and uh, they got to make way for a roadway, so <laughs> they kind of knock over the cairn. Uh, uh, but they they have a but they play up the whole Stoker connection there in their little town, and the pub yeah. is called the Stoker. Yeah, they have tourists coming through all the time wanting to see it. (laughs) Anyway, that's also a great movie. Not a dwarf in that movie. Big, tall, skinny.
0: Not a dwarf in that movie.
2: Looks big, dude.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of funny when he rises from the grave. What comes out first is a foot. Just pops out. (laughs) (laughs) It's buried upside down, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Foot comes up. It's it's a horror comedy, but but it's yeah. excellent. It's an excellent film. I've seen it twice, and also there's one called From the Dark that is l- and also an Irish horror film, loosely kind of inspired by this. But not, instead of knocking over a cairn, there's a a pitch farmer who or, uh, who is digging up a, a peat bog mm-hmm. and uncovers mm-hmm. a tied down uh, corpse,
2: like they would have done a. Right, here exactly.
1: Something. Right, but but they don't specifically say Abertuck, but they do say Abertuck and play up this legend a lot in Boys from County Hell. If you haven't seen it, it is free to watch if you have the Shudder, or AMC Plus. It is funny. Yeah, yeah. There's some really funny stuff where they say, them out when the foot pops out <laughs> of the grave." You know, a fucking vampire just came out of the ground and chased us down here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: So obviously, vampires have been around for and ever and ever in our in our legends and our in our ingrained in our almost our DNA memory, you know. And so people have been writing about it forever. You mentioned that Bram Stoker was a uh, an avid reader, and so one of the things I want to touch on tonight are the different books. And honestly, most of these I have read, so I can honestly say, yeah, you should read this. It's a good book. Um, The first one, of course.
0: Bram Stoker's Dracula.
2: Is Dracula by Bram Stoker. Yes. And so I will say that this is an old English novel. Um, If you have a hard time getting through... Um, you know, like the parts in the Bible, begat so and so, begat so and so, begat so and so. It's
1: not written in Old English. It's 1897. I mean, yes. it's the same English we speak now.
2: But... Correct. Understood. But <laughs> I would say that 1897 is old.
1: There is a the thing, it's Old English, though, yes, which is not actually written German, not which written you would like not even that recognize. No. It's no.
2: it like Shakespeare. Okay. Are you splitting hairs with me?
1: Is it <laughs> Shakespeare is Middle English. No.
2: I know <laughs> yeah. it's Middle okay. English, so we're not oh, talking oh Shakespeare. God. No. 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 So, there's Dracula. It is hard to get through the first part of that book. the The first half of it is boring.
1: Oh, like that whale thing, uh, Moby Dick. Moby Dick is one of
2: those whale hard, thing. Yes. Hey, but I knew what he ever. said. I knew what he was Mar- talking about Mary Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Frankenstein. That's uh, another one. It's a hard painful. read. Anything Lord Byron wrote. Okay, you want to eat so, them? Anyway, moving on. Dracula by Bram Stoker. Great book. Uh, goes into the um, the vampire tales. Transylvania. Uh, and it tells the story about how he goes from Transylvania to England. I and still want to go there. I know, to you, England? You, to, to Romania?
0: To- Romania. Transylvania. Yeah.
2: She wants to go. And if there wasn't like a war going on, like right in the country right next to it, I would say yeah, Maybe.
1: It does Romania it, border Ukraine? It borders Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah. So that's a hard pass for me. Should America. go to Croatia instead. Beautiful. Beautiful. So,
2: <laughs> okay. And these are in no particular order, but I think that these are all good reads. The Vampire Lestat. Uh <sighs> not the interview have you read it?
1: No, but you should not sigh. But it sounds like Anne Rice to me. You,
2: it is Anne Rice, and but you should not sigh because until you've read it you can't pass judgment. So the Vampire Lestat which is actually a prequel
1: well i figured that yeah
2: it's a prequel and a sequel a pre-sequel it's a prequel and a sequel to interview with a vampire because it begins before um
0: and finishes after and finishes after
2: so and it, it where the vampire Lestat ends then the next one uh queen of the damned begins right after that i mean immediately over one night. Yeah,
1: I've know. never seen Queen of the. I've seen Interview with the Vampire yeah. once. which was enough.
2: But. Yeah, which, which was, it was a decent movie. I thought I thought it was okay. For, yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> the the book is really good, and if you're, it tells about uh, Lestat de Lioncourt, uh, who is this charismatic, rebellious vampire, and so in Interview with the Vampire, Lestat is this horrible. Horrible Wait, is he creature. Tom
1: Cruise or Brad Pitt?
2: He is Tom Cruise. Okay. So he is this horrible creature in Interview with a Vampire. But Lestat is told almost as an autobiography. So he tells it from his perspective, which is completely different than the way it's told in Interview with a Vampire. So he tells it how he's not really that much of a bad guy. You know, he's just surviving. So then you have um, Salem's Lot. Stephen King.
1: That is a good-looking vampire, isn't that?
2: Creepy, huh? Yeah. Kind not look like Tom
1: Cruise or Brad Pitt no. or, or Robert
2: Pattinson. Oh, my God.
0: Mm, it, Twilight. Yeah, those, God. those
2: books aren't listed, Dear actually. Uh, <laughs> Salem's Lot is stuff. by Stephen King, uh, where a novelist returns to his childhood home in Jerusalem's Lot, which Salem's Lot is short for. And only discovered that a malevolent vampire named Kurt Barlow has settled there, turning the town residents into the undead.
1: I like it because it looks like Nosferatu.
2: Like he it. does look like Nosferatu. The ears and everything. You know my favorite part of that movie? And we'll get to that later. But my favorite part of the movie where he goes, Back, Shaman! Back! <laughs> it's so funny. I just love that part.
1: I haven't seen it since the 90s, probably. But.
2: Okay. Uh, the next one. Let the Right One In by... Jan Avildsenfest.
1: So that is, was a book first.
2: It was. I've heard first.
1: it's a fantastic movie. If we watched it.
0: The foreign
2: yeah, language one, not is, the yeah. We yeah, watched the, the Swedish
0: one.
1: Yeah, I've heard it's that's a great movie. I've never seen it, but I.
2: Yeah.
0: I really things. enjoyed it. The book,
2: the book is good. Uh, bestsellers everywhere. Uh, bestseller lists. Uh, it's a coming of age story, is what it mm-hmm. is. It's not just vampires, so there, you can get more out of it than just um, just the vampire part of it but anyway it's this boy named oscar who's bullied and ellie is this mysterious young girl who moves in next door and they become friends and she ely ely, Baby, I ely. Yeah, Maybe i have seen the movie because this is extremely
1: familiarly maybe i've seen it's it
2: great before, yeah. good book too okay and about 50 years before bram stoker came out with dracula, dracula uh, you remember the Count of Monte Cristo? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Alexander. I love that sandwich. Alexander Dumas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not talking about sandwich. Or yeah. the or the cigar.
1: <laughs> but, oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I'm talking about the book. Uh, Alexander Dumas uh, wrote a novella, The Pale Lady, Gothic Horror. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about a vampire. So those are some really good books. If you want to get into classical literature, then of course Pale Lady and uh Dracula. If you want more modern, then you're looking at and really good reads. Really, really
0: Twilight
2: immersive. Oh my God. Yeah, I purposefully skipped over that one. Was I haven't it, what which, we... unfairly I have not read Twilight because I have... I don't believe vampires are sparkly, twinkly things in the sun. I know,
0: but in in the height of Teenage Angst I did read the entire series in a week.
2: It should be pointed out
1: there is a large age difference between the two of us.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that should be pointed out. Also
0: Also when I read it it was fifteen years okay, ago.
2: Why the hell why the hell can't we have Blade versus Twilight? Yes, I mean we've Blade, had, Blade We've was, had Alien versus Predator. Let's have Blade versus Twilight. Be would, would wipe out Team Edward. <laughs> <That>. <laughs> and also
0: Wesley Snipes that's who it was, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Is way hotter than Robert Pattinson. Wait till you see. Yeah. So
1: they're remake. So the redo redoing Blade for the new MCU. And Mahershala Ali has been tapped to play. And he's already made his first appearance at the end of uh, the Eternals, I think, in a post-credit scene as Blade. So they're that's cool. going to be super exciting. That there are yeah. new Blade movies coming because I really enjoyed those.
0: I had to put a little punch there for the Twilight thing.
1: Except for. Yeah. A-
0: because that's There's what problem. all the young bucks, I, Except
2: for the dumb
1: for The third one with Ryan Reynolds in it, it kind of sucked. But
2: the first two were great. <laughs> okay, so, so you mentioned movies. And what was the first vampire movie, anybody? Nosferatu. Do you know when it was? 1912.
0: It was, it was 19, really long ago. 1922.
2: Nineteen
0: twenty-two. Oh, yeah, you got it. Really? Yeah. I literally pulled that straight out of my arse. <laughs> did it tickle? It did.
2: <laughs> so Nosferatu, uh, Symphony of Horror is the actual title. Not just Nosferatu, but Nosferatu. It a was Symphony silent, of wasn't it? Did, did, yeah. 1922, yes. Did
1: you know that Robert Eggers, who made The Vavitch and uh, and The Lighthouse and The Northman, is remaking Nosferatu? Oh,
0: really?
2: Yes. That's going to
0: be a that good one. Is complaint. it silent?
1: Probably not. But no, don't but if Robert Eggers does not miss, uh, I have not seen Lighthouse, but uh, but The Vavich and The Northman are are, are, two, are
2: fantastic films.
0: I loved Nosferatu because he looks so goofy with his ears and his nose. No,
2: that's what his... they're supposed dis- to look like. Dis- they're not supposed to. I know, like but it's I like, love that.
0: What book. you know is like like thriller.
2: Yeah, oh, I know well what i like and it's is, also ghost i like the cover that. of one of their albums that's true yes uh the, he the, is posing his nostril the, the uh ship.
1: the ep if you have ghosts mm-hmm. uh the the by the band. way produced by dave grohl um
0: two fighters
1: the uh cover is an image of him on the ship but then it's yeah. not in the papa yeah. emeritus thing but uh I like the cinematography in Nosferatu, like
2: the shots. Yeah, it's the really Shadows cool. coming, very well. That's but, back for the when the time it was, period. Like what you think about it when you do a movie using light because you when you, you, you had, exactly have you words. didn't have colors and you didn't have things like that. You had to set up the scene based on what it looked like in black and white. You know, and I thought I it's a good movie. I mean, if you oh, haven't seen I, it, it,
0: it is. It, it is. It's. it's
1: but I'm super excited about the Robert, Robert Eggers redoing this. this that story. should be.
2: That should be a lot of fun. So yeah. Nosferatu. Uh, 1922 uh, tells the story of Count Orlok uh, instead of Dracula. Um, Terrorizes a small town. Same story. Uh, Dracula uh, 1931 Uh, directed by Todd Browning and starring Bela Lugosi the best vampire ever. Uh, But this is the cinematic adaptation of Bram Stoker's uh, novel. And follows uh, Count Dracula all the way across from England over to, or, I'm sorry, Transylvania to England. On
1: the Demeter, which is another film that I haven't seen yet, but I've heard great things about the voyage of yeah. the Demeter.
2: Okay, so let's move up to the 1970. We have Count Dracula. Blackula. Huh? No, <laughs> Count Dracula, 1970.
1: That's a great one, by the was way.
2: Was a British adaptation of Dra- the Dracula story. And this was featuring... Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee. Hammer man. films. Hammer
1: films were the Yes, were the Hammer greatest.
2: films were amazing. Christopher Lee, I liked Bella Lugosi, but I still think Christopher Lee I was the too. best vampire. Because that's the one I remember I, as a child growing up watching vampire movies. I just remember that all
1: those Hammer films were great. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Absolutely. Uh, so then let's move on to 1979 when you have Salem's Lot. And this was uh, Hutch. Who played the novelist who comes home to Jerusalem <laughs> David Solch
1: from it's David Saul, oh, David Salt yeah. Oh wow, I, didn't, I didn't remember that.
2: Yeah, he was the one that played uh I forget his name, but then um, the novelist who comes home and he's 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 gonna write his great novel there, you know. Yeah it's in, like. in,
1: in twenties. Oh years, my god.
2: Right? I, I still remember it. And on up into nineteen eighty seven. In 1987, we got a little campier, but this is a cult classic. You have to see this vampire movie if you have not seen it, and that is the Lost Boys. Uh,
1: the three core, the two core, the cores, two brothers the, the that Corys move out, and,
2: yeah, the Coreys. and they move out to this place in California, Kiefer Sutherland, um, and that Patrick, that buff uh,
1: guy with the saxophone. That
2: anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know his name, but I'm sure you can find it. Uh, anyway, the older brother, um, Patrick, uh, Sean Patrick, Michael Patrick, something Patrick, uh, gets sucked in. Sean into Patrick
1: the, Flannery is it the guy from Boondock Saints? I no, I've only no, 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 seen no, Lost no. Boys. Of I couple forget his name. I, I it, eh.
2: Anyway, he gets sucked into the vampire gang because it's hot chick and like, yeah, all eighties flicks, you know. But anyway, and then they they kill off dracula i guess what represents dracula no not him but the the master they kill off the master i don't even remember him Uh, i forget his name but anyway they kill him off in an interesting way um so moving on up into 1992 directed by francis ford coppola Mm, and probably a vampire movie with more clout than any other You have Bram Stoker's or Bram Stoker's. Is it Bram or Bram?
1: I like to say Bram. Bram? Bram, because he's Irish.
2: Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and probably, mm, as far as a serious Dracula movie, probably my favorite, favorite movie because it very much follows the book.
1: And it has John Wick in it. Huh? John Wick is in it. Oh yeah, he <laughs> Reeves
2: plays the real estate dude or the insurance guy. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so yeah, John Wick's in there. That movie though really follows the book. I mean, if you if you've read the book, then the movie is going to be no disappointment. Um, that
1: guy still stood out in London. Like, I mean, people would have been like, "What the hell is this guy wearing?" Even, <laughs>
2: right. Okay, so in 1994, then you have Interview with the Vampire. John's favorite movie. I, th- I think it was a great movie. I and mean, I
1: liked it better than, than I presume I would like any of those Twilight
2: okay, crap. Okay, so let's throw Always. out. Yes. But I still okay not care for it. So the movies we're seeing for a few things. One, it has Kirsten
0: dunsts. Dunst. 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 No, it's just S-T, bro. I know. Dunst. Dunst. Yeah,
1: bring it on. Dunst. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yes. bring it on. I would like that movie.
2: Dunst. <laughs> Kristen Johnson. Before, before she did Bring It On, before she did Spider Man, she's a kid. She in did interview with the Vampire. She was the kid, right? The, she was yeah. the little girl. Okay, yeah, yeah. And if she, if no one deserved an, a supporting role for Academy Award that year, other than her, nobody did because she should have gotten an Academy Award for her performance. I thought she was an amazing. I think she deserved one to
1: bring it on, but.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. So anyway, I mean, it was great, and you got to hear um, "Sympathy for the Devil" uh, by Guns N' Roses.
1: Really, that wasn't that. Yeah, I just remember that's from the spaghetti. And hearing and hearing Axl Rose
2: sing, sing that is just like, man, that's really cool. I mean, was it, it was like an
1: end credit thing. I haven't seen this was, movie since it was new. Some chick probably made me watch it.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm sure she did. But anyway, so at the end of the movie, yeah, you get to hear that song. It's a great, Ingr- great okay. song. Um,
1: you could also just get, go on to whatever music platform you like and check out The Spaghetti Incident. I believe that's their cover, their covers album. That oh, is Guns it? Guns and Roses Day. Yeah, it's on that.
2: Yeah, it's. but it's a good movie. It really is. Um,
1: well, probably one of the least favorite Tom Cruise films. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so let's talk about uh so windows is trying to get me to sign in I don't want to okay so 1996 you have from dusk till dawn
1: that was a good one
2: so he likes this one I like that one written by Quentin Tarantino So you do strike me as a Tarantino fan.
0: Directed
1: Uh, by Robert Rodriguez. Yes, starring Quentin Tarantino, George Clooney, uh, Harvey Keitel, uh, Danny Trejo. Of course, like everything directed by Robert Rodriguez, Juliette Lewis. Juliette Lewis. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's a great movie. Um, if you haven't seen it, see it. The striptease Cheech scene Marin. by, what's her name, Uh Salma Hyatt? Salma Hyatt. oh my yeah, God. Yeah, worth still it for that. Nothing else. else.
1: <laughs> and, and also Cheech Marin is in it. Um, and so is uh, Tom Savini, the uh, makeup effects artist guy. He's the guy with the little pistol that pops out of his oh, belt Oh, I know, vocal. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's
1: Tom Savini, and he did all the special effects, the makeup and gore and stuff for it.
2: Didn't he do... Uh, he
1: did a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He did some other stuff too. Uh, okay, so 1998. We need to move on through this. Uh, we're dragging. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. I in like 1998.
1: that. One. I enjoy that James Wood performance. James Woods. And Bobby an, Elvis gets split in half.
2: James Woods is an excellent actor.
1: And Bobby Elvis gets split in half in that. He answers the door. and the,
2: yeah. Okay. 1998. Wesley Snipes.
0: Mm, Blade. Blade.
2: Blade. The original movie, not all the sequels, but the original. It's open season
0: all, all day seconds. with the best song in the nightclub.
2: Blade. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that thing. Oh my God. I love that song. Uh, it's just
1: Confusion by New Order. It's a remix of uh, New Order. Oh, uh, yeah. Artist,
2: and yeah. the chick that's walking, dude, in. Did you know that's Tracy Lords?
1: No, Tracy Lords is the blonde chick that's walking uh,
2: into the club.
1: I thought it was a brunette that walked in because she got killed right away. Tracy no. Lords was it?
2: Tracy Lords walks him into the, the club. And it doesn't then,
0: matter. Blade's just a great movie.
2: Tracy Lords walks him into the club. It does matter because Tracy Lords walks him into the club, <laughs> and she goes to. He tries to kiss her, and she pushes him away like this. And then she starts kissing and dancing on the other girl that's right there. That's Tracy Lords. He you knows
1: who the guy is that she brings in the club, right? Yes,
2: I can't remember uh, his name, but he yeah. was in
1: Sons of Anarchy and in the yeah, Shield. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: yes. Okay, so. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Vampires. Yeah. We're talking about Blade.
0: Okay. No, you're talking about Tracy Lords. Was she a vampire?
2: Yes, she was, as a matter of fact, in that movie. No, but okay. she was a minor, those cats that that I, told you be, yeah, I said it was me on meow. Keep I, going. I don't want to. What's There's the next me. one? <laughs> in 2000, we have Shadow of the Vampire. No, familiar. not familiar. No. Oh, my God. That is so freaking cool. Uh, directed by E. Melias Uh it offers a fictionalized take. I'm going to read you this directly of the making of the 1992 film, 1922 film, Nosferatu. Hmm. Oh, I have heard of this. <laughs> Imagining okay. the actor Max Schreck, who played the vampire. Might have been a real vampire. Is
1: it like John Malkovich? In yes. Okay, I do know what you're
2: talking. And he's about. trying to control the vampire throughout this throughout this show while he's filming. Mm-hmm. But the vampire, all he wants to do is eat and suck blood, and you know. And he's like, "Dude, you can't do that shit right now. You got to chill never until we get it, the movie I, made." I
1: do know what you're talking about now. Oh yeah, it's, sure it's
2: a great movie. That, yeah. um, moving on up into the 2000s, we have Underworld. The mm.
1: whole series, anything Kate Beckinsale in that tight black
0: <laughs> in <of shit>. full <laughs> leather?
2: <laughs> yeah, but man, that first one was great. Okay. Vikings. So yeah, that the first one, Underworld in oh, like, two thousand eight. And it had good, good werewolves in it, like the CG it, was yeah good for the time. Yeah, it yeah. was, it really was. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in two thousand and eight we have a Swedish film, uh, directed by Thomas Alfredson. That we watched and just let the, the right, right one in let, let the, the right, right one, one in. in and do yourself a favor watch the swedish version and take your time and read the subtitles correct yes very very yes. good movie
1: i've never seen the english language one but after you started telling the plot i was like yeah i have seen the swedish one. I have seen mm-hmm.
0: one but the english one's called let me in it's not yes it's called it's not let let called in. let the right yeah. one in okay let me in okay
2: yeah. let the right one in is the Swedish it's version. swedish and it's good okay so in 2013 and I'm not a fan typically of found footage films since Blair Witch because Blair Witch did it first and did it better, I think. But there is a movie called Afflicted in 2013. And this is, it's a found footage v- vampire movie that tells the story of two friends who are traveling across, i want to say Europe, um, the encounter. The, he hooks up with this girl, gets vampirism. Just the way that the whole.
1: Yeah, seen, I think you. I think man, me, I've watched this great,
2: movie, great movie. Uh, the trailer runs in reverse. Have you noticed? Well, it, I, it, it shows I, scenes in reverse, so it starts off at the end of the movie and goes to the first of the movie.
1: I know. So the, I've I just, seen. Oh, the it's film, great. Yeah, I've it's seen great. the film. I like. I like found footage movies. I
0: do you.
2: And this one, honorable mention, I think, for one of the best vampire movies, and I don't know that I would say this is like the be-all-end-all all of all vampire movies, but Dracula Untold. I like it. I think it's a good movie.
1: I do. I think it when he turns into the big fly. Okay, no wait, spoilers. It's yeah. worth a watch because you get to see his history and uh, him having to stay with as a guest of the Ottomans. And And... Right. Uh, so and
2: here's the thing now
1: Dominic Cooper as playing the 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 Turkish guy when he's like a white British actor is kind of odd but I like that movie
2: okay so the thing about that movie that I really appreciated okay was that just like in Walking Dead if you watch it far enough through you see how Negan this horrible person becomes Negan and you know what I'm talking about?
1: I never made it past like him. the history of I him. never made it past well, him Well, no, you get Glenn. to see the
2: transformation. Just like in Breaking Bad, where you get to see how Walter White goes from this uber mild-mannered chemistry teacher to this, you know, meth king. Right. You know, so you get to see that transformation. Yeah. You get to see the transformation in Dracula Untold, because you see the reasoning behind the things that he did. Right. If to what protect, caused to protect to protect Wallachia from the Turks, yeah. and you see what happens the the price that he paid, right?
1: And I and like uh, I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head, but Tywin Lannister plays you know the 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 vampire in the cave that he goes mm-hmm. to. Yeah, yeah, he was really good in that. You know, yeah, but yeah, I enjoyed that film, and I've actually seen that probably two or three times.
2: Okay, well. We've talked about. Can I
1: throw one in? Yeah, absolutely. I got to throw it. So, 2014, the film "What We Do in the Shadows," uh, starring Taika Waititi, Germaine Clement. This is a, a New Zealand production from the same folks that brought you uh, the Flight of the Concord series on HBO, and uh, the original 2014 film is fantastic, and it's done documentary like style, like The Office. And it's a comedy. Uh, this yeah. is a comedy, right? So camera crews are invited in into this flat where four where these vampires are all roommates. <laughs> <laughs> and the film's great, but the series, which you can watch on Hulu, it's an FX series that is going five seasons now. Is probably my favorite vampire media though. So that series is freaking hilarious. It is brilliantly written. Wildly entertaining and plays all the myths at some point or another at all the like the rice counting and all mm-hmm. you know. Uh, it's what? really great. It's called What We Do in the Shadows. What we do in
0: the
1: Shadows.
0: Um, speaking of shadows, how about Dark Shadows with uh Johnny Depp?
2: No,
1: no.
0: I'm kidding.
1: I would also recommend the two thousand twenty one Irish film, uh Boys from County Hell.
0: The one that you talked about, no, 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 yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that would be a really good. So I, uh,
0: I would also recommend the 2012 movie series Hotel Transylvania.
2: <laughs> if you have a
0: kid, yeah, it's really good. It's cute. It's I don't cute say blah, blah blah. I like yeah, it.
2: Yeah, it is a cute movie. So, and of course, we could go on and on all night about medical conditions and people who really think they're vampires. Oh Lord, and Gosh. in the news and and goths, and i mean people who live in new orleans and and really think they're vampires Did you know
1: there is a uh, there's a vampire cafe in new orleans and they serve some sort of drink in blood bags
2: oh uh, there's a what is it the atlanta vampire alliance or something like that <laughs> i, I mean, do
0: want to say though about vampirism the clinical part of okay, it yeah. right just gonna touch on it mm-hmm. it's not real well, yeah. It's not in the DSM, which is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual that is used in psychiatry. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not there. Now, what's interesting is that you will find when you Google it, vampirism is termed Renfield's Syndrome.
1: Interesting. But here's Renfield the thing. But Renfield Renfield was However, you, wait a minute.
0: Oh, wait, wait a minute. Sorry,
1: you go. Sorry.
0: It was by Richard Knoll which was an American psychologist in 1980s. He did it as a parody (laughs) to replace the term of clinical vampirism, and it stuck. He got it from named after Dracula's human Zufagus follower in Bram Stoker's novel. Okay? His name was Renfield. Right. Yeah. That's what he named it from in a joke. As a joke
1: <laughs> to just- show
0: that it's obsession with drinking blood. And then that's when this is how people are saying that media can influence medicine in a way that it's not intended, that we're right. making fun of, so to say. Yeah. And now it is literally what's what I'm looking for? Where it's the same? Uh, Anonymous. Synonymous. Synonymous, thank you. Um, it just replaced the oh, term with I'm clinical sorry. vampirism, um, which, like I said, not a real thing, and typically is subsumed under more conventional psychiatric diagnostic categories, such as schizophrenia and paraphilia. Well, yeah.
2: Ooh. yeah, I was going to say.
0: Paraphilia because of the drinking of the blood.
2: Not pedophilia.
1: No. no. Paraphilia. <laughs> Any kind of philia.
2: If you get close, I can tell you.
1: Thank you for saying Renfield, though, because that reminded me of actually the fantastic horror comedy from 2023 called Renfield starring Nicholas yeah, Cage. Yeah, that's pretty
2: good. Oh,
0: yeah. We watched that on our really on our trip. Yeah, so I just wanted to say that. And that... Um, Like, there had been a case in 2012 in Turkey of vampirism, but the patient was... It was a behavior, and the patient was diagnosed with dissociative identity disorder, which is basically where you dissociate from yourself and think you're somebody else or someplace else, and also PTSD. So, there is not such a thing as vampirism, clinically. People, this is not a thing.
2: I thought there was. I
0: mean, you can be anemic and think Mm -hmm. that you need blood, and there are people that truly believe they are. I'm not saying that, but...
1: Is that similar to pica, though, where you eat dirt because you have a mineral deficiency? Right, or right? fish
0: rocks, or tires, or... I mean, pica can go... I mean, large right, right. it, it you mean, you can go everything. it shouldn't be But, so I just wanted to say clinically, though, that clinical vampirism is not a real thing in terms of psychiatry. It is usually subsumed under... It's... You have something else wrong with you. Well, what, <laughs> what, what, what about
1: all these guys that say that they're vampires and Listen, think that they're have,
0: Other psychiatric identifies. I can
2: identify as a
0: you can identify as whatever you want. I'm just saying, in the DSM, it doesn't
2: mean I can move the arrow Uh, around on the computer. In the diagnostic
0: and statistical manual, there is no such thing. And now we have a joke of a name called Renfield's syndrome, right? So, there we are. There's my (laughs) clinicalness.
2: Okay, and um, I hear a black cat, (laughs) it is a black cat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but guess what his name is mezcal sure is <laughs> so that's our take on vampires and what we think about vampires and it's bullshit that's
1: i mean yeah I don't, most vampires are I don't believe it that. but i will say
2: there is vampires. a
0: striking similarity between many different cultures of the folklore which would lead you to think that ancient astronaut theorists are correct—that they are—and that they <laughs> 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 <Alien>. <laughs> yeah. and thats a reference to Ancient Aliens, the show, which I love. So there so, you are. That's what that's. I think
1: that they always I'm sure if you go back that up with many ancient alien theorists <laughs> believe. <laughs> believe.
2: You know, I wonder if you went ancient back and looked at Sumer- Sumerian history. If you could find some mention of a vampire in. Their pantheon of gods that they worship. Manlike. Pazuzu. Yes. Oh,
0: That would be the alternate version of well, the legend no. of Lilith and Lilithu. Well,
1: that's true. Witchers There's Lilith. Demons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure that somewhere way, way back, 10, 12,000 years ago, something weird happened.
2: That someone couldn't explain.
1: Somebody couldn't explain.
2: They blamed it on.
1: And they created this whole myth that spread as people spread out from. And it could it could even go back to the Rift Valley in Kenya and Africa. Go, we could be talking to a hundred thousand years ago, you know, two hundred thousand years ago, mm-hmm. and it just spread with humans as they migrated out of Africa into the. Why was and it into so Europe important to the Slavic areas? Why
2: was it so important to carry that on, though? Usually things like that, that, that carry on throughout and spread, you know, we all know that fire burns and it's bad and it hurts. Right. And that, and, and that spreads like that.
1: Genetic memory.
2: Genetic memory. Yeah. Just like okay.
1: uh, a lot of people think, I mean, like, uh, like tales of big, tall, hairy mm-hmm. hominids is a genetic memory of when we lived alongside
2: Gigantopithecus, right? Except people see it all the time. Well, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. But people actually still see that. But, you know,
0: I mean, these stories go back to, like, Egyptians.
2: Oh, yeah. Greeks.
0: So, I mean, you know, Sumerians as well. So, I don't, once again.
1: It's the same genetic memory that knows to be afraid of the dark.
2: Because there's vampires out
0: there. In the woods.
1: Well, well, I mean, now we have night vision and all that. So, you don't have to be. (laughs) Werewolves. Or that knows to be afraid of things with sharp teeth. They are.
0: Right, exactly. They will drain because you of your blood and rip your insides out. Or they used to eat us, <laughs> right?
2: Okay, I think we should go mix another round of vampiritas <laughs> and call it a night, and say good night to all of our friends a out there. Happy Halloween! Happy, happy Halloween! Halloween. Uh,
1: happy, yep, happy Halloween. Halloween. All Hallows Eve.
2: We've got to tell everybody go to all of our places, and I'll put a link in the YouTube video so that you can go there. I have a link tree thingy that you can click on and for it doesn't take it, it doesn't take you to only fans <laughs> it takes you to all the places that you can go find us uh, uh paranormal-spirits.com uh paranormal underscore dash d-a-s-h underscore spirits for instagram twitter and x TikTok, all that good stuff and our youtube channel is 3b paranormal spirits Uh, If you found us on YouTube, you already know that.
0: Um, Like and subscribe.
2: Like and subscribe.
1: Hit hit the like button. Please subscribe. subscribe.
2: Please subscribe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Promise never to wear the racerbacks again.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) If you subscribe, John and I will never be in racerbacks again. And I'll make sure that I throw up a picture of those racerbacks. There's throw up,
1: that's for sure. I'll I'll throw
2: that up in the video somewhere. Y'all have a good night. And happy Halloween. Halloween.
0: Night. I shall fly. <laughs> Bat. Bat. Bat Bat
2: Bat Bat Oh, I forgot to mention that word wearing my brother. Dracula.
0: You a Dracula watch? Yeah.
1: I, I yeah, you gotta go watch that series. That's uh I, really I saw five a seasons of it. My God. Ah! I saw a for it. Oh. Oh.